So how has your New Year's been going now, regardless of when this gets released? We're about 12 days in now when we're recording this. so It's been good. It doesn't really feel much different, but I mean, wow, great start. How has yours been? <laughs> uh, my, I mean, it's been pretty same. I ended the year in, in a lot of pain, but um, I'm going to physical therapy now, which is good. I'm curious as well. This is not me asking, so you can tell the rest of the podcast, but like, do you feel like your pain is improving? So like, I'll have really good hours and then really bad hours. There'll be hours that I'm like, oh my gosh, like I thought I was getting better. A couple of days ago, it was like a string of two good days. And I thought I was like, oh wow, this is awesome. And then I went and overdid it. Even before... I feel like when it was at its height, you had like your good moments and your bad moments. Have you noticed that the bad moments are maybe not as bad now that you're doing PT? No, or no, they're just as bad. Still the same. Well, like, okay, the worst thing, the worst experience I've ever felt was an eight hour car ride um, to Georgia, to Georgia or whatever. And I don't regret it. It was awesome seeing my family for New Year's, but it made me realize like, oh, I can't ride in a car for very long still. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. My goal is to just, if it takes me longer to be able to like run and skip and jump and hop and stand on one foot and all that stuff, that's one thing. I really would like to be able to sit at my desk for longer periods of time so that I can um, accomplish more at a regular pace. I mean, like, do you have anything else to say about New Year, New Year? Not really. It's it's really the same. Like December transitioned into January. The only weird thing is that's that good. it's... It, it, it always does. Yeah, yeah. What's weird is the last two days here, I don't know how it is where you are, but the last two days here have been like, I don't know, 65, 70 degrees in the middle of January. So that's been weird. Uh, and it's, it's pretty cold outside here. No, it's been it's been warm and humid the last two days. And but you're like, in Maryland right now. That's what you, are you were you talking about like where you live normally or where you both. But both. wow. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, like my roommate had his windows open when I got home from work and now I'm home, home with my parents and, and and we spent all day like out on the porch and, um, like part of me likes it. Part of me is like, Oh, this is a beautiful day. Like, obviously I love a nice day, but on the other hand, I'm like, this is not (laughs) supposed to happen in the middle of January. So it's kind of scary, but, um, the past couple of times that I remember it like snowing substantially or whatever was like closer to March. Something that's thrown me off like as an adult is realizing that because I always thought it was like December, January and February were winter, but it's really January, February and March. And that's like that's like weird to me. (laughs) Um, Yeah. When you couple the three months together, like March, May and April always seemed like March, March, April and May always seemed like they were the or the, uh, the spring months. Yeah. Yeah. Months are weird. Time is an illusion. Time is a social construct, you're correct. Yeah. But speaking of time, we're going to talk about um, <laughs> movies that come out all year. Yes, yes, indeed. So it's right now, again, it's January uh, something. I don't know when this gets posted. Probably sometime in January or February. I don't know. <laughs> I really have no idea. It's up in the air. <laughs> so but, long as um, it's not like July. <laughs> yeah, be. it'll be sometime before July. That'd be great. Do you want to just start at the beginning? Like, I do have, we could, but I do have one request, okay? Okay. I found something out 
that you probably already know, but I want you to pretend that it's the first time you're hearing of it, okay? Okay. And it's it involves um, one of your favorite franchises. Um, so if there's something similar to that, don't bring it up until I do, <laughs> okay? Got you. <laughs> do you have any idea what I'm talking about yet? Um, a lot of my favorite franchises have, have uh, movies coming out this year. Okay, so then just... We'll just take it one by one. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Okay, so what interests you in January? Oh, see. List if y'all hear me clicking. Yeah, I got to pull up the list too. We should link the list in the description. Oh, yeah. Um, that's my dishwasher. I was going to say, what the that. hell was that? That's <laughs> a dishwasher. Um, let's see. Is it let's coming see. to life? I think like because it's like connected to the sink, it's just like the sink drain is kind of just bubbling a little bit but when you said connected to the sink like like i haven't been in your house millions of times but i was like connected via wi-fi to the sink like what like you know how people have like smart refrigerators and shit (laughs) yes i do yes i do like it transports (laughs) the water via the wi-fi yeah i don't know that was like a a momentary like whoa that's kind of (laughs) cool no we do not have a wi-fi dishwasher or sink so how would a wi-fi sink even work it's just pipes man pipes yeah <laughs> alexa turn on sink yeah <laughs> that seems like more work than just turning on the sink i can understand that being like something for people with disabilities like that would be great but i don't know yeah yeah i would like a alexa flush the toilet because sometimes <laughs> um okay this is embarrassing or whatever but sometimes i will uh because of like right now you know, it's hard to stand sometimes, so I'll wake up in the middle of the night and uh, walk into the bathroom or hobble into the bathroom, and I'm it's, like, kind of dark, and I'm turning the light, and I can barely see, and I'm, like, fumbling for the thing, and I'm almost falling because it's hard to stand up straight. So um, if I was just like, Alexa, turn or flush <laughs> the toilet, I wouldn't have to, like, almost fall into the toilet trying to, to flush it. They're coming out with more smart things so who knows yeah maybe in maybe in 10 years we'll have smart toilets who knows do you want to start yeah yeah what interests you in january in january um so obviously uncultured here i've not seen any of the grudge or the ring movies and i know this is kind of already out and i saw that the ratings were not very good but it has a it has it's one of the 20 movies to get an f cinema score only, there's only, only 20. 20. Yeah. Wow. So uh, The Grudge, um, I've not seen any of them. I've not seen the, is it Japanese? The Japanese version? Uh-huh. I've not seen the Juan. the adapted version. Um, so I think it'd be interesting to watch all three. Just to kind of see and be in on it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Juan and Ringu are better than The Grudge and The Ring, in my opinion. But obviously they're, you know, in another language. But, you know, you can read. Um, well, yeah. at least I think you can. Um, <laughs> I bought you enough damn books that you, I would hope you freaking can. <laughs> the sequel to The Grudge, the, the second grudge, I don't understand how this movie could be worse than that. Because I hated that movie, so. Oh, so there's four. Yeah, I guess, well, I don't even, there might, I think that there are actually multiple Asian ones, too. Didn't you show me one time it was like, and you were like, this is so exciting, but I've never even seen these movies. It was like 
the grudge versus the ring. Oh yeah. What happened to that? Well, it probably got released, but not in America. Like America is the only country in the world that are not America. The United States of America is like the only country <laughs> in the world that kind of like puts its borders up to foreign film. Interesting. You know, everybody yeah, else that... kind of dabbles in everybody else's movies, but we seem to not. I very, I completely forgot about that. That's interesting. Yeah. So I, now I, I have did to too. Watch. I just thought about it. But yeah, yeah lots yeah. of, lots of, it was like, it seemed like a Freddy versus Jason kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But still, that's like, yeah. that's fun. I like Freddy versus Jason. So, okay. <laughs> um, so the, the grudge, grudge like, yeah. We spent a lot of time on a movie that probably is not good at all. Um, 1917, I purely want to see because my favorite composer did the music for it. Uh, and I'm, very excited to hear what Thomas Newman has to show. I can come up with some more reasons, though, why you would like it. Sam Mendes directed it. He directed Skyfall. He directed American Beauty. Not seen it. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, this, I'm into this it. man is a very talented uh, director. Um, oh, and it, Thomas Newman did both of those movies. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool, cool. It already won the Golden Globe for Best Drama and Best Director. It so, already did. Yes. So Damn. that's good for it. That bodes well for it. And what the coolest thing is, which is why I'm really excited for it, and I really, really, really would, if I could go see any movie right now um, in theaters, it would be that one. And it's because it's one long take. And I think that is really cool. Oh. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's not one long take, but it's shot to look as if it's one long take. I'm sure they cheated. Yeah. But um, what, what recently, there was an Oscar buzz movie that did something similar. Was that Birdman? Birdman, yeah. Yeah, okay. Birdman takes place in a theater. I mean, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And like behind the scenes of a theater and then kind of like out in front of the theater. And But this movie be taking place, you know, outside. It's like, where do you put the lights to hook the shit up? Where do you, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you, how, how do you do yeah. this? Um I think I immediately wanted to brush it aside because it was a war movie, which I know is not, that's probably not a great mindset, but, um, it's understandable. I mean, it's just as much as you, someone being like, I don't like horror movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. True. True. I get a lot of uh, that. But I mean, if I'm going to be, or at least if I'm trying to be a well-rounded movie enthusiast, I feel like that's having a closed mind about that stuff. is probably not the best. I totally agree. But uh, you've hyped me up for it. That's honestly, in January, those are like the only movies. Like a Boss, the one with uh, Tiffany Haddish and, oh, what is her name? The brunette, what is her name? Um, Rose Byrne? Yes, Rose Byrne. And then Selma Hayek. I, and I actually heard it was yeah. like a, a cute little B-comedy yeah, like I'd watch it, but I'm not gonna. I'm not yeah, gonna rush to the theaters to I, see it. I'll watch it with my mom when it comes out on streaming or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you're like done with January, like that's kind of this is actually where I kind of start having things to say. Um, Bad Boys for Life. I love Bad Boys One and Two. I don't care what you think. <laughs> I've not uh, seen them. They're you know they're like stupid Michael Bay movies, but it's that's Will Smith, right? It's Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course I want to see them. Uh, <laughs> Doolittle looks like a train wreck, but I oh my almost, God, yeah. I, I like, it's funny. I, I don't want it to fail because I want Robert Downey Jr. to, you know what I mean? Succeed, that's, but I also kind of want him to come crawling back to Marvel. So I meant to ask you this, like, why would he do that? Why would he accept that kind of a role? Well, look what it did. I mean, Eddie Eddie Murphy, it, it 
it went really well for him. How so? I mean, like when when he oh was when those, he played Doctor Doolittle, yeah, when he played Doctor Doolittle or whatever, that was like a really fun, um, but enjoyable. Like, but movie. a that was a comedy. I don't really think that this is a comedy. So this, seems this like a, to me feels like he's trying to do the next um, like Pirates of the Caribbean kind of story where. Yeah. He can be a swashbuckler that, you know, travels around. I don't know what swashbuckler means. I just figured I'd throw it in. <laughs> but um, I didn't it he didn't seem like a pirate to me. He seemed okay, like this is swashbuckler rich pirate? Guy? No, he's not he's not a pirate. He's a I don't know. I guess they took away his medical degree. He's not a doctor anymore. He's just do little. Um But Eddie or uh yeah, Eddie Murphy did not just come off of the biggest franchise, movie franchise like yeah, in the world. Yeah. It's so, weird that like all of his, all of um, Robert Downey Jr.'s choices uh, post Marvel have been strange. Like when he made yeah. The Judge, um, I, I think it was with no Robert Duvall. That, that movie's boring. It's like boring. <laughs> and it's like a legal I, drama starring two titans, and I just didn't like it. I'm um, not. I, so, and I know he did Sherlock, and those, I, I think I saw one of those movies. And, and it was fun, but I think that was kind of before his breakout in marvel but uh it just seems weird to me that especially after infinity war he would kind of accept a movie like this it seemed like a strange decision it honestly seems like a passion project which is even weirder like i think he produced it if that's the case good for him but i don't know i don't know uh spoilers for endgame but if you haven't seen endgame by now you probably don't care it's been spoiled for you the reason that chris evans left was because he wanted to direct and do smaller projects and you know what i mean and uh the reason that robert downey jr left it's like this kind of feels like it's trying to be as big of a deal you know what i mean it's like you want to go off and and be a big blockbuster movie star somewhere else and it's like you were iron man dude just stay being iron man yeah well okay so i don't know if i agree that he should just be iron man for the rest of his life but like dr doolittle is the next step but if he wants to be a if he wants to be a blockbuster star he literally is the blockbuster star of the biggest franchise of all time you know what i mean he is the face of the marvel cinematic universe which is the biggest franchise of all time and he left that and I figured he would want to do things that he had more control over. And it might be the case with this. He might have some control over this. That's it fair. It looks like it was churned out by a corporate machine to me. Those two, uh, Bad Boys for Life and Do Little Bit, come out on January 17th. In uh, January 24th, The Turning, that looks like a dumpster fire. And I don't like it because it feels like a direct reaction to someone hearing that. They were going to do the turn of the screw for Netflix for because like Haunting of Hill House, the sequel to Haunting of Hill House that Mike Flanagan is now doing is called The Haunting of Bly Manor. Right. And it is based on the turn of the screw, among other Henry James works. But this is directly based on turn of the screw, apparently, um, which is I don't know. It just kind of feels cheap and and lame, kind of like a lot of um, haunted house kind of dark movies that got released in January and February. Like I remember there was one um and it had like Helen Mirren in it or something. Some some oh. you know what I'm talking about? You yeah, it saw was like, that. Yeah, uh something about a, a mansion um 
I, I, I could tell you matter. about the story, like, but I don't remember that what it's kind called. of thing. That's what yeah, the vibe yeah. I get from it. So I'm not interested in it. Um, it's like a maze mansion or something, or like a puzzle mansion. Yeah, the whole reason then, yeah. that we didn't do we didn't record this episode the other night is because you were interested in this particular project, January twenty fourth, limited release. There's a movie called Color Out of Space. Yes, yes, I wanted to bring up Color Out of Space because um, I think we did want to record this earlier, and then I was looking at this list. I was like, yeah, I could pull some stuff out, and then I saw the poster for the color out of space. And I was like, okay, I need to do some digging. I need to look at some of these trailers and the trailer for this looks amazing. It really does. I really want to see this movie. And it looks like Nicolas Cage has found a match to his intensity and, and just off the wallness. <laughs> like I love Nicolas Cage. I always love how just crazy he gets. Yeah. This movie just feels like it very much fits his ridiculousness. Yeah. Kind of like Mandy did, which I still haven't seen Mandy, but God, I want to see that movie so bad. I have not seen it. I've not even heard of that. What is that? Really? Oh man! Um, is it coming out this year? Yeah, well, I'll have to. I'll have to show you a trailer for it. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it good. Uh, but when I saw the Color Out of Space trailer, which I would advise everyone to look up, but it is getting a limited release in January. I don't know when it actually comes out, but like if you look for it, you probably be able to find it. But who knows? It looks um, really cool. It 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 reminded me. I was like, this is something Jordan would absolutely love. And then I yeah. also it reminded me of like Annihilation at the end. Yes, I'm like oh, same. Shit. same. He's probably pissing in his pants right now. Yes, yes, yes. I what am, about I'm, Gretel and Hansel? I want to see that. Sophia, have you Lillis, seen the trailer for that? Yes, Sophia Lillis is like, just I just love her. Same. And, and she could go back and play Beverly again. She doesn't freaking age. It just <laughs> might have been shot a while ago. But I, to me, I just feel like she, she does look the same. She looks very young. Yeah. Um, which is looks- interesting because I feel like girls tend to to mature faster than boys do. And she yeah. was like the only one that they didn't feel like they had to age up. Or at least it if they did age it up, they did it correctly. Because I didn't really notice it in it too. I, I didn't either. Um, but yeah. I uh, love her. Um, I can't think of what the, li- the what the witch's name is, that lady, but she's also really good and scary. She she was in, um, she was in Silent Hill, which I love. I absolutely love that movie. Um, and I feel like she was just in something else recently. What yeah. else was she in? Can I look it up really quick? I'm really sorry. Yeah, no, she looks like she played like a nice. I don't know, like somebody, somebody sick maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. The OA. Oh my God. Yeah. She's the mom in the OA. You're right. Oh my God. I cannot believe. (laughs) She's incredible. She she has very different roles. Exactly. I was like, she's like someone sweet. Like, yes, yes. The trailer looks surreal and like magical and amazing. I'm very excited about that. I did want to ask you about underwater. That's a movie that I have no desire to see. Why not? I don't know. It just like, it seems like just not fun. it just seems kind of boring. It feels like an alien ripoff. Um yeah. I do like the idea of of like I think the idea of being trapped underwater um like you know miles at the bottom of the seafloor is terrifying and the idea that they have to go out there is scary. I absolutely love um Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Um, I mean I do too, but I, that movie so, just it did nothing for me. The trailer, I guess. That came out in on the 10th. So that's out now. Just trying to go in order. Do we have anything um, else for January? No. I don't think I do. I'll make sure that I go in order in February. No, it's okay. No big <laughs> or deal. Moving no forward. Deal. I just like don't want to confuse anybody if they are trying to look like, oh, when does this particular movie come out? 
Yeah, and we'll we'll of course we'll link the uh, the list that we're looking yeah. at, so you can follow along if you want. We won't be spending as much time on some of the later months just because the movies don't have trailers yet. They don't even have posters yet. Some of them are just descriptions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. All right. So uh, this first week in February, February seventh. I mean, it's it's the big main release. We probably both are anticipating this to some degree, but I know I can't wait. And you told me the other day that you're you didn't like the news trailer. I. So it's Birds of Prey. Yeah. I didn't really grow up with Harley Quinn. I didn't really grow up with Batman. But I know that you had told me that her lines and like her quippy kind of funny, sarcastic lines in this are very reminiscent of the cartoon. Yeah. Okay. Or like, like the old point, school Harley. The point I was trying to make was that a lot of times when you have this source material, it can hurt you because you are constantly comparing it to the source material and it's like one's not as good but for me because i did watch the um batman animated series and that's i like i do i do know the original harley quinn um and i i i do have a uh another version of harley quinn to reference whereas margot robbie is your first one um again that could help you because you're not comparing the two she can define the character completely Right. But if it's a character that's somewhat polarizing or strange in a way um, or, you know, giving cheesy dialogue where like it doesn't come off as cheesy to me because it feels just kind of like a that's just how Harley is. She's a cheesecake. And, and that was <laughs> here's I guess here's where it goes wrong for me is because the only other thing that I know her from is one of the shittiest movies I've ever seen where her script was her downfall. Yeah. Like she did everything incredible. She was such a great actress in that, in that movie, mm-hmm. but her dialogue, it was the script that failed. And it's something like suicide squad. Yeah. Yeah. And it seemed like all of that dialogue just carried right over. And it's like, are we still doing this? Did we not learn from our first mistake? It was just her, her quick lines just seemed very cheesy to me. Well, um, I did laugh a couple of times, which I didn't laugh once at her in in Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah. Uh, I think I walked out of Suicide Squad really not liking her either because I was like, this just wasn't funny. Um, yeah. I mean, but I do obviously really like Margaret Robbie. I think she's great in everything I've ever seen her in. So same, same. Excited for that. I, you know, the the supporting cast again. It feels like they're they are very, very, very much supporting. And that if this movie was a true ensemble, it would just be called The Birds of Prey. Um, But I mean, they are leading with their headliner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it would, I don't know, like maybe down the line, if this does well, maybe we get a Birds of Prey and it it spends a little bit more time on some of the other ones. But the supporting cast is killer. I mean, I really like Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, my girl. Yeah. Yeah, Journey Smollett Bell, Ewan McGregor. You remember the lodge? I talked to you about the lodge um, when I because I thought it was going to come out for the fall for the fall movie preview. Right. Well, that shit never came out, so it's we're opening on the seventh in, in limited, and it's a horror movie about um, like a stepmom and her children in the lodge. And I guess it's snowing, and I'm really interested in it. Yeah. I, so I did see that, and I was like, I I kind of connected that it was that movie, and I did kind of have a brief thought that that was. It seemed later. I didn't. There's nothing on February 14th that I'm really excited about, to be honest. Have you seen the trailer for Fantasy Island? No. It wasn't so, that a TV show a while back. Yeah, it's funny um though it what it was, but they have I mean, this is a Blumhouse movie and it's like a what? like a thriller. 
Um, the idea oh. is that like all of your with for these people, all of their wildest fantasies come true. But like some of their wildest fantasies is like a revenge tale, or to be able to talk to their daughter that died and stuff. Oh. So it's a it's definitely kind of creepy. I would really recommend you at least looking at the trailer. You've sold me already. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sonic just props to them for completely changing the way he looks. I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I'm still not yeah. going to see it. I didn't really no. care that he looked weird before. Don't want to see <laughs> it. Either. Didn't play Sonic. Whatever. Same. There is a movie called After Midnight on February 14th that is actually kind of like, um, in my opinion, like a perfect Valentine's Day movie. Uh, <laughs> this guy, uh, his girlfriend leaves him, and then he starts to see where you're smiling like more than I've ever seen you smile. Because I almost missed this because it's on my list, but I haven't referenced my list in a while. After midnight, I saw the cover for it, the poster for it, and uh, so it's I watched terrifying. the trailer. I watched the trailer. Yeah, it's terrifying. Do you know who plays the female lead? Do you know who plays his girlfriend? Um, it's Bria Grant from Reading Glasses. Oh my god, really? So I listened to a book podcast uh, with Bria Grant and Mallory O'Mara. I love them both so so much. They are awesome. That podcast yeah. freaking rules. And um. Bria Grant is sort of like this. I think she directs some stuff now, but she's like an actress. She's been. Yeah, she was in Halloween too, which I absolutely love. And um, I saw this trailer. I'm like, I know her. And then her title card came up. I'm like, that's Bria Grant. That's my girl. I can't believe this. Wow. I like, I wasn't even, I just completely was blanked. If I saw that name, I would have been like, holy crap. That's really cool though. I'm going to have to watch the trailer again. Uh, So I will be seeing that. I will be watching it to support her because I absolutely love her. Yeah, me too. Like it, it to me. I mean, okay. So the they, these people break up, and then this guy starts seeing this monster or whatever yeah. around his like cabin or house and out in the woods, and you're kind of wondering like, is is it real is or is he guy crazy? crazy? Is he just yeah. losing it because he's you know so sad or whatever? It's kind of cool. It's like the personification of grief. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah February twenty first. Uh, is a crapshoot Brahms, The Boy 2. The Boy 1 is just a terrible movie. <laughs> then there's The Call of the Wild, which actually has Harrison Ford in it. But the dog looks like freaking Scooby-Doo. It's completely the dog CGI. Is CGI. Like, That's could so we not annoying. have afforded an actual dog? Well, know. no, it's, it's not about affording. Like, they didn't want to uh, either have to train the dog to do certain things or, you That's know, didn't want to have dog actors. Like, okay, I understand, you know, animals shouldn't necessarily like i was really i was really impressed um when the planet of the apes movies came out and there were no apes i mean every animal on screen is completely digital and like you know certain certain ones act human and smart but other ones just act like apes and they're all fake you know they're all digital Um, is your point that they look real though that yes yes and that was really cool but it's a dog. Like, just treat it really well and, like, scratch its belly and feed it. And, like, it wants to be around. I don't know. To me, like, a dog is something different than, like, making is, a bunch of endangered apes. Yeah. It's know, not a foreign. For you or an it's, elephant or something. It's not a foreign concept to have a pet or, like, a dog on, on screen. Yeah. I get it. And it does not. That, that, to me, does not, like, upset me as much. But it looks like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> like the dog in Scoob looks the same, which uh, I am looking forward to. That that's coming up. I okay, wouldn't go that far. Moving on. Uh, only thing in February twenty eighth. I did want to what Emma. I haven't seen the trailer for, but I know that it has Anya Taylor Joy, and I do want to watch that just for her. Have you oh, seen okay. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. No way. 
Why? Let me know if it's good. It looks like oh. it looks stupid to me. I just love her. I want to watch her too. anything. I do too. But there's enough good movies that she's in. <laughs> oh, I want to watch Thoroughbreds again. Anyway, yeah. uh, the 28th. The Invisible Man. Invisible I Man. definitely want to see. Elizabeth Moss. Um, oh my God, yes. That's really exciting. Uh, Lee Wan-El directing, who he recently directed um, Upgrade, which got a lot of really good buzz. People really liked that as well. So I, I think he'll be able to do it very well. And um, I think this is the way that Universal needs to just make movies is just like maybe focus on one at a time. Don't surround it with like, oh, we're going to spin this off and do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, like, okay, so Universal, you're looking at me funny. Universal <laughs> uh, set up the dark universe. So even oh. before The Mummy came out, yeah. uh, you know, Johnny Depp was going to be the Invisible Man. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and uh, there were like, it just it had the whole cast and there was a picture out there of the whole the whole group of them and it's like okay this isn't the avengers like just tell one good story cuz the mummy sucked so it all fell apart they were trying to but then the mummy didn't succeed yeah. and they just the project it, failed exactly but. exactly uh and then one other thing on the 28th there's a there's a limited release movie and i would suggest that you guys see it because uh this director is really talented it's called wendy and it's a, it is a retelling of peter pan and oh. it was directed um by the guy his name is ben what the, let me click it just let me click it and tell you what what his name ben something zeitlin lights or something zeitlin zeitlin yeah, yeah, yeah zeitlin yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, uh, he directed *Beasts of the Southern Wild*, which is such a like magical movie, and the way he works with child actors, this is like a perfect project for him. I'm really looking forward to that. I don't like Peter Pan. Like, I don't even like the animated movie. I don't never liked. I really have never liked any of them, but I am interested in this. Did you not like like *Hook*? Oh yeah, I guess *Hook*. Yeah, *Hook* was, was fine. Good. *Hook* was great. Let's be let's be honest. *Hook* is great. Yeah, okay, Hook was, Hook was. I just don't like that story, but for some reason I'm really thrilled about Wendy. <laughs> no, I'm I'm interested too, I did not know that. So, so we're moving on to March. Yes, onward. Ugh. I'm hesitant, I'm a little bit tired of Pixar's, they are recycling the same story. I feel like every story they're, that they're doing is like a rescue mission, where it's like one thing or one person has to get to something or it's it's like the same thing and i think even there's soul is on this list too Mm -hmm. um which i'm actually much more excited about because it just looks great but i mean even that kind of seems like someone trying to get somewhere before something else happens i don't know yeah Here's my problem with Onward. Pixar seemed to be like starting out of the gate, like, oh, let's look into the lives of toys and bugs and superhero, like, like, like these high concept ideas, like, and, and monsters and robots, yeah, and fish, and to me, and fish. <laughs> to me, this is like this. To me, feels very DreamWorksy. It does. It does. Um, you're right. You're right. And, but you know, it's gonna make you cry at the end. I see. I don't like that emotional manipulation shit. You've I really don't. I feel like the, you know, they introduce a character just to kill him. Like, but this one's already dead, technically. <laughs> there's, there's literally nothing I'm interested in the rest of March 6th or March 13th. But March 20th, Quiet Place 2. Yeah. I had my hesitations about this. As soon as they said that they were going to make another one, I was very not on board because I 
assumed that they would do what Hollywood does and take something that's really, really good and just like oversaturate it and just make it stupid. Uh, but then I saw the trailer for it and I was like, okay, I am immediately on board. It looks so good. It looks amazing. It looks so good. I was apprehensive because I wanted John Krasinski, who I thought did a, a really serviceable, good job. And he was another one of these comedy guys that made a successful transition into horror. Yep. And yep. I wanted him to do something else. I wanted him to do something that was in that same vein, but like do something different. And I think this movie does look different uh, to a degree just from what I've seen in this trailer. So I'm going to be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so March 27th is Mulan. Yeah, yeah. Which, okay, so it broke my heart when I was, when they were like, okay, we're not singing. No music. There's no yeah. Mushu. I was like, well, why are you doing it then? Like, that's what, that's what we want. But then I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, this is like a legit serious war kind of movie. And you have the the orchest- orchestral versions of these songs playing. It looks like it's probably going to be my favorite Disney live action remake. Uh, so immediately, again, I was like, I had my hesitations about it because at the end of the day, it is pretty much a war movie. And I was like, uh, there's nothing really marketable to me here. But uh, yeah, I did see that trailer and it, it did hook me. And I want to support that. Like, I don't like what they did with Aladdin and I don't like what they did with The Lion King. And if they can kind of do a more serious but heartfelt movie, then yeah, I want to support that. Yeah. So. Is it Disney? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That um, should be fun. Oh shit, we're already in April. We are. <laughs> Just the fourth release date for the new mutants. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Though the new trailer I'm much more excited about. I think the new trailer looks stellar. Well the new trailer is is good and shows more of them and is interesting but that first trailer that was literally released in october 2017 this movie's been pushed back to four it's it had four different release dates we're thinking going in like at the fox merger that this movie would probably end up on hulu and then early january we're getting word that like oh actually uh we're getting a trailer on the 6th i'm like holy shit um (laughs) So it's coming out April 3rd, and my whole point was the first trailer had that uh, version of Another Brick in the Wall um, by Pink Floyd in it. Oh, yeah. And it was so good. Like, the leave those kids alone. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. That yeah. was such a cool trailer. And it was, like, <laughs> so exciting because it was scary, and it was, like, on the – it was 2017, so that was, like – Logan and Deadpool and that was you know uh we weren't thinking that all these properties were going to get gentrified so quickly (laughs) this is probably going to be the last Fox movie at least from what I'm hearing uh that is like Deadpool and Logan and the Joker and those kinds of things where they can you know maybe push it a little bit farther we're gonna have to look to DC for that kind of stuff now to the what to DC Oh, to DC. I yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Like, I think Birds of Prey will probably wind up being, you know, a little bit quirky and weird and, and different and uh, not following the beaten path. Certainly not like Joker, but like not following the beaten path. Yeah, I hope so. Um, do you have I anything so. else um, in April that you um, want to talk about? In April in general? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Antlers looks very intriguing. Yes, it does. Um, Antebell. Oh. April 24th, that's my birthday. 
Uh, Antebellum, I really want to see. That's got Janelle Monet in it. Here's the thing. You show on your poster and on your trailer from the producers of Get Out and Us. Like, suddenly I'm expecting a whole lot. <laughs> and I really, like, if you're going to say that kind of shit and you're going to do something that seems very socially charged, which, you know, I love that kind of movie. Uh, yeah. Deliver. And I just hope they do. It's a good point. Way to make right. me hesitant about it. But uh, I did want to talk about this. You're, you would hate this, but uh, Bad Trip comes out on the 24th as well. Have you heard anything about this? Um, now I'm blanking. Let me tell you about Bad Trip. I looked up the trailer for this. It's got Tiffany Haddish, Eric Andre. The first part of the trailer is sort of like you're watching like um, a prank show on TV. Like in, uh, what is it, Impractical Jokers? Mm-hmm. I was just watching that, so that's the first thing that comes to mind. Um but then it switches to Eric Andre and his, I don't know the other guy's name, but they're just talking, but it's like really well produced and it's like they're in a movie. And I'm like, what is happening here? Apparently it is like a prank show movie hybrid where there is a story, but at, I guess at certain beats of the story, they have real footage of pranking people in these situations. Like someone steals a cop car and they get all of the, the civilians reactions to it. It's very interesting. I can't imagine it's going to be like this worldwide phenomenon, but like I applaud them for trying something like this because it seems really, yeah. I've never seen this done before. I'll have to send you the trailer, but bad trip. It seems interesting. And I love Tiffany Haddish, so it's bound to be hilarious. But Yeah, no, that, that's interesting. That is very interesting. I have one more for April. I was thinking that you might have seen this trailer as well because I think you'll instantly love it. I want to watch this trailer. Right now. It's called Promising Young Woman. It comes out April 17th, limited. So you guys won't notice anything, but um, we're going to watch the trailer really quick. I'll be right back. Okay, so what did you think? I Are you kidding? That looks so good. Yeah. If you guys agree with us on movies most of the time, go see Promising Young Woman. That yeah. movie looks so freaking great. I Yeah, and... I don't like that it says limited. Like, why is this going to get a wide release at some point? Well, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, these movies just being limited is, you know, it depends on how it does. Hmm. Uh, Limited releases, a lot of times, they just don't either have like a, they don't have a big studio to give them a wide release or they're not, you know, 100% sure how much money. So they, yeah, so they want to, they want to see how it does, see if maybe, you know, if, if you release a movie in a couple of theaters and it's doing boffo business and it has a great for theater average, that's a headline that you can put out. You know what I mean? So that's how a lot of movies wind up going wide. So then our message to everyone here is go see it, go pump money into it, because if a movie needs to be seen in this kind of climate, it's yeah. this one. Yeah. Uh, what a great premise. I absolutely love this. I think it's incredible. Cool. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. I'm glad you liked it. All right. So we're moving out. That movie comes out uh, on April 17th. Antebellum and Bad Trip come out on the 24th. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now we're in May. May 1st, what movie comes out that you think I might be interested in? Um, Dream Horse. Dream Horse, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been looking forward to Dream Horse for like (laughs) 10 years. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, no. Um, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Black yeah, Widow is finally getting her movie. Yes. No comment on what it took. I want to be honest with you. I'm more excited about uh, Florence Pugh than I am Scarlett yep. Johansson, to be honest. Like I, well, it's hard to get excited for Scarlett Johansson because of you know the way that the story, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, yeah. Okay, again, spoilers for Endgame. 
she died. So this movie takes place before that. Um, yeah. And there might be a way to continue this story without Scarlett Johansson. So I'm, I'm excited for that prospect. And yes, oh, I, yeah. I love Florence Pugh yeah, same. so much. So same. I think she's fantastic. Um, so is there anything May 8th that you're excited about? So like the, this list says Legally Blonde 3, right? And so yeah. I've not seen a trailer for that. And it's comes out I didn't even know. pretty soon. I didn't, yeah, I hadn't heard of it either. And I clicked on it and the IMDb page straight up says Valentine's Day 2020. And I'm like, well, I know you're not going to be out that time. So I'm thinking this movie is like probably still not going to be ready. I genuinely don't know anything about it. I really didn't like um, Lily Blonde 2. But I freaking love uh, Reese Witherspoon, so I would totally. Oh, yeah. My gay so, ass will be in the front row. <laughs> my gay ass didn't even realize that there was a Legally Blonde too. It's not good on my part. What did you think when they when you saw that Legally Blonde three? Well, I obviously I was like, oh, there must have been a two, but I just I didn't know that that existed before. Oh yeah, today, that so. Legally Blonde <laughs> two is literally about like her dog being gay and yeah and like. It's called. She introduces this bill or something like Bruiser's Bill that so dogs can be gay. I don't even know. It was really dumb. Okay, bye. Yeah, I'm uninterested. Um, you can't tell that dog what to do. <laughs> so here's where I need you to at least act surprised. Okay. Um, there's a movie on this list. It's called The Organ Donor. What is that? <laughs> Just humor me. Uh, I have no so, idea what it is. I clicked on it, and it took me to the IMDb page, and it said, unnamed Saw movie. What? Did you know they were making another Saw movie? I hate you. Did you not know that they were making another Saw movie? No. With the, Why don't you with listen the, to me? Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson are going to be in it? Oh, my God. No, I did know about this. Just kidding. You're right. I and that's just his working title. It'll probably just be called Saw something. They would never I not can, call it Saw. I completely forgot about Chris Rock. My yeah. Bad. Damn it. Okay. No, you're right. I just got so excited. I'm like, oh, I, I, I wonder if he knows. <laughs> or did he just pass <laughs> Well, it's funny. I, I clicked on Oregon because I was like, I don't know what this is. But then I came to that and I'm like, oh, okay, that's a working title. And they just don't have a title for it. They're not going to just put an unnamed Saul movie on this, which they totally could have. Very excited for it, but one? I hated the last two Saw movies. Uh, Saw 3D and, and Jigsaw sucked. So Did the last one make its money back? Like, how was mm-hmm. this? Did it really? Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the movies are cheap, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like, it, so. it, it, they, can, they can make some money. Um, and even if, it, even if one entry doesn't necessarily do it, because of the name is so... Um, Saw, uh, at one point in time, was the most successful horror franchise of all time. You know what yeah. I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, they will always try to revitalize it in some way. But like, this came out at the time when all of when, when I when I first heard about this when I was like super excited. Anytime anybody from comedy was doing anything in horror, and I'm like, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Chris Rock is doing Saw, like David Gordon Green and Danny McBride are doing Halloween. Like, I'm I'm just uh, like a pig in <laughs> slop. I just give it all to me. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. 
you know, they, but Saw, they typically don't like release trailers until like a month or two or two out, you know, so I'm, I'm not really expecting oh. anything anytime soon for Saw. Yeah. But that does come you. out uh, May 15th. Mm-hmm. What are you excited about either of these other two movies? I know you mentioned you were about Scoob. I see. Okay. So it's not, you know, it's not the, it's not the Scoob or it's not the Scooby-Doo. Like those two movies I love. I can oh, watch yes. them, you know, as an adult, I can still watch them. I love those characters. Same. It's not that level of excitement, certainly. But I do like Scooby-Doo and uh, it's it's cuter. It's or it's cute to me that they're like younger and kind of like telling the story of how they met and stuff like that. I would I'll give it a shot. I mean, I probably won't be rushing to the theater to see it, but like, <laughs> I'll give it a shot at some point. Obviously, the last two movies can't be the be all end all of Scooby-Doo. I understand that, but am I excited about this movie? Not really. I, it just, it looks kind of very, very, it's not for my audience, I guess it's not for my demographic, but, uh, I almost would have rather them do just like a cartoon and released it just so it's like, doesn't feel like it's trying to be the old ones. The ones with, with Matthew Lillard and all, I mean, not, not that it's like trying to fall in line or like it's, you know, canon that they're all, I guess what I'm saying is that like it clearly is trying to capitalize on the fact that this movie has had uh, this franchise has had live action success and um, it's just never going to I'm always going to compare them because they're both live action and then it's never going to live up to it just because those movies have a special place in my heart from when I was younger and this you know this comedy is probably going to not be the same kind of comedy that they got away with back then I mean they were straight up weed jokes and sex jokes and things like that (laughs) that that um again are still funny to me yes absolutely same i i adore those movies what is woman in the window i don't i'm like blanking a part of me i think that's a uh it's based off a book it's sort of like a girl on the train i think sort of in that same kind of vein of genre i think Uh, oh it's amy adams holy shit julianne moore gary oldman Oh, you know what? No, I have seen a trailer for this, I think. Anthony Mackie. Damn, maybe I will check this out. Yeah. Yeah, I love Amy Adams, so I yeah, I would definitely give that a shot. I, I have seen a trailer for that, but I don't remember when. I could be wrong about it being based on a book, but it sounds like every book now is like the girl in, on the in the with the yeah. mm-hmm. or the woman in the this is interesting. It's about a, a woman who's agoraphobic. She's living alone in New York City, and she's spying on her neighbors, and she witnesses like a disturbing act of violence. And it's um, based based on the novel of the same name. Is it based on Rear Window? No, it's based off the novel of the same name, but that is very much... That is Rear Window. Interesting. I yeah, I don't know. That, that, yeah. I'd, I'd go watch that. If my arm was pulled to the theater, I'd be, I would not protest. How do you feel about Fast and Furious 9? It's coming out May 22nd. So, okay. So I saw Fast and Fur- or Furious 7, and that movie, for specific reasons, like James Wan obviously directed it, so love James Wan. Have a big place in my heart for that. Uh, but obviously <laughs> that was Paul Walker's last movie, and uh, that was really emotional. I really liked that one. Um, and then I remember... Uh, Fate of the Furious number eight or whatever. I remember people telling me it was terrible, so I just didn't go see it. Oh, 
Okay. Um, so I don't know. I didn't see Hobbs and Shaw. I like this. Is, this is totally. I want. I don't want to say like my kind of franchise because I feel like I like a lot of different kinds of movies. But like I'm not someone who's turned away by like a popcorn actioner. You know what I mean? It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. to me is not a deal breaker. Like if it's just mindless, stupid fun, and they're ridiculous, jumping their car through windows and out of planes and stuff like that. Like if it's funny and exciting, I don't care. And I don't want anybody to think that like some of the other action movies that I like that I think that that's the reason I like them as well like the Marvel movies I don't feel like they are that lowest common denominator grabbers but I do feel like Fast and the Furious kind of is fair enough fair enough um Artemis Fowl is the only other you skip Spongebob oh I'm surprised you wanted to bring that up I didn't think that was oh my god so I was really disappointed with a sponge out of water because they were out of water for like 10 minutes of the movie it was all in the trailer because like that's how they marketed it it literally showed you in all of the footage all of the parts where they were a different style of animation it was like that more 3d style of animation 85 minutes of the freaking movie they're they're just it's typical spongebob animation and that pissed me off is that the david hasselhoff one yeah yeah with the mermaid wait wait he might no i think no that's the first one with the mermaid and the um Goofy Goober? Yeah, that's number one. Yeah, okay, then I didn't know that there was another one. I don't know. I haven't seen the second one. I didn't even know there was a second one. Yeah, I love SpongeBob. I've been watching this since I was seven years old, and I'm 27, so. (laughs) Uh, The animation in this does look kind of cool. It does, yeah. I'll give them that. Yeah, I didn't think that you'd be interested in this. Interesting. I love SpongeBob. I absolutely love SpongeBob. Yeah, Artemis Fowl, I'm indifferent about. It looks kind of cool. But I, I can't imagine. This is sort of like, it seems like in the same vein as um, um, A Wrinkle in Time. And that was not very good, unfortunately. So It's Disney trying to do something other than properties that they had they don't yeah. already own or animation. Like uh, Tomorrowland, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it just doesn't ever, like, they, they try, they, they, every year it feels like they try to do something that's not a Marvel, not a... Star Wars, not a Pixar, not a Disney animation, not a Disney live action remake. And it fails spectacularly every time. Like the Nutcracker yeah. movie, oh my uh, God, Wrinkle yeah. in Time, Tomorrowland, like Disney. Uh, and it sucks because, I mean, it. here's the thing. Like I'm not missing that from Disney, to be honest with you. I know that no. there are people that, that assess the marketplace and are like, Disney's making all of these uh, – franchises and things and we're we're missing out on those original stories well okay there are still five other huge studios and tons of smaller studios that are making movies that can take risks and don't have to be so franchisey yeah disney like it would be stupid of them to keep making this kind of shit and releasing it in theaters this shit artemis fowl should be on uh disney plus and the only reason it's not is probably because of the reshoots and that they had to spend so much money on it and they're looking for any return on their investment. Kenneth Branagh is a fantastic director, but he is also very much, he also, he directs movies that are sometimes very much not my kind of movie. Like he directs a lot of Shakespearean things. (laughs) And so, so he has some, some hits uh, and some misses from me. We'll see. We'll see. I'm more interested in another movie he directed on this list, which is death on the Nile. Oh, yes, yes. That's on my list as well. I'm very excited about that. That's later on in the year, though. But mm-hmm. uh, the week after Artemis Fowl, I'm very excited about Wonder Woman 1984. That trailer looked 
spectacular. Are you kidding me? That was one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Yeah, it really is it. just like a stunning trailer. Yeah. yeah. And it reminded me of... Um, Stranger the, Things? Yeah, the way Stranger yeah. Things cuts the trailer. Like, yeah. they're the yeah. best trailers. Like, they're fucking incredible with the music and everything. Just like, they know how to cut a trailer. And it's, I guess maybe it's something nostalgic about the 80s. I don't know. Never lived there. Like, I'm not... I'm not an 80s baby, so I don't even know. It helps that it's in the 80s, and it also happens in a mall. Like, I Yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and how could we forget Kristen Wiig is in this, Yo. and she plays a villain? Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. I'm on board. I'm very, very excited. Uh, Same. And I, I think I know how um, Chris Pine is back, but it doesn't. Like, if that's, if that's a big twist or whatever, I don't care that I know. I'm just glad he's back. <laughs> very, very excited. Spoiler for the first Wonder Woman, but... Oh, yeah. Whatever. It's all right. Um, Candyman, I'm kind of excited about. I don't really know the original source material, but I can imagine that's something that you're more excited about. Yeah, so, like, the original Candyman, and I think there's, like, three altogether, maybe? I think I've only seen about three of them. Um, They're really... I mean, you know, they're, they're like... He's an iconic slasher. Um, And, uh... This is, uh, I think Jordan Peele is producing it. Yaya Abdul-Mateen mm-hmm. is in it. Um, I think they got Tony Todd back. Uh, for, I don't know if, I don't think he's playing Candyman, but. Um, That's I, all homage. It's, it's, yeah, it's just very, um, it's very exciting that we're finally, I, I like to me, the 2010s, I was like, man, you guys could be making um freddie and jason movies and stuff and it just didn't feel like anybody was really i mean yeah we got like one of each of them but um and now i think that that when halloween did so good i think it really just was like oh we're making all these movies and for good or for worse (laughs) you know i'm i'm excited that we're about to get the slasher influx again because they are my favorite kinds of horror movies is like a slasher home invasion you know human kind of although uh candyman is definitely not uh human uh candyman is like the guy you say candyman five times and he it's like beetlejuice or bloody mary i've not i know nothing about the source and chill but i'm curious i'm very interested i do want to watch those movies before i watch this one but yeah like i think um i think the first one actually is i don't i don't remember the other two really well but i know i've seen them i think the first one actually has like some good commentary um like some social commentary Mm -hmm. and so it totally feels in line with what uh jordan peele has been doing oh yeah okay so i'm i'm happy for him awesome um, for that so the week after that yeah uh, i think the only one on this is soul i have i'm so excited about that that looks so good so Um, soul does look really interesting and i I, jamie fox and tina fey like come on is tina fey in it yeah yeah, no, it should be. It should be awesome. Though, I think there is something to be said about all of these animated movies where it's a black protagonist, but the whole movie, they are transformed into something else. Yeah, yeah, um, that is. I mean, I, I complained about that for Princess and the Frogs, Prince and the Frogs, Skies. Yeah, the pigeon one just did it. Although um, I did hear that um, like even when he's a pigeon, he is so Will Smith that it's like Will Smith is able to kind of transcend that. Like, I understand we need to have, you know, black animated characters be black yeah. animated characters. They don't need to, it's, it's strange that they are the ones that get turned in. But in that movie, he was able to kind of just be Will <laughs> Smith, it. which, yeah, which I don't, which I'm not surprised about. Will Smith is like a, a force of nature rather than an yeah. actor. Yeah. Um, 
So do you know what the the king of Staten Island is? I do not. So okay, so I think that's also a working title as well. But it is a movie about Pete Davidson's like growing up and uh, his relationship with his dad. And you know, his dad died in 9-11. He was one of the firefighters that died in 9-11. Oh wow. And I think this that's like a story based around that. And I'm like, oh my god, that is so cool. I mean, like that's I just so weird. No, I would love that. Huh? That's so weird that you bring that up. I was browsing through Facebook today and every so often I'll come across like roast compilations, like yeah. people doing roasts. And he did one and he was joking about um his dad. He made some really funny jokes about it, but uh I, I assumed that they were maybe just jokes, but that's really yeah. interesting. I I would watch that. Um do you know anything about In the Heights? Yes. So that's Lynn Manuel Miranda um Correct. wrote that. And then John M. Chu, who directed uh Crazy Rich Asians. Oh. Um, is directing it and it's I mean are, are you asking me that because you know too or do you want me to tell you I know more, some stuff about it yeah, yeah okay like basically like a um, a musical New set in a you know like like a more urban society where people are struggling with yeah. different things and um, everybody's trying to to make the best of their situation and come together and it looks – I mean, have you seen the trailer? I have, and here are my thoughts on the trailer. So Hamilton was such a big hype for a brief period of time, I think. I mean, it's still hyped. I think people are still loving the musical. But I saw this trailer, and I'm like, this sounds exactly like Hamilton. Like, could he have not – The guy walking in and rapping in the in the convenience store? Yep. Yeah, just everything. Like, everything about it, I was like, this is exactly Hamilton. What is Lin-Manuel Miranda doing? And I learned – that Lin-Manuel Miranda made In the Heights before he wrote Hamilton. So if anything, Hamilton sounds like In the Heights. And that kind of gave me some perspective on it. Um, and I am actually kind of excited. I, I would like to do it. Because the brief music that we did get uh, in the trailer was fun and yeah, yeah. exciting. And, and it seems really cool. I just thought the visuals were really um, awesome, too. Yeah. I think John Chu really leveled up when it came to Crazy Rich Asians from what he had done yeah. in previously. So I continue to level up. How about Top Gun? You excited about that at all? No. See, okay, and the the original Top Gun is um, I I don't like it. I'm not a I big not fan. Seen it. That's that's Tom Cruise, right? Yeah, and like yeah. he like learned how to fly like a real jet for it and all that stuff. And I can admire his craft. Um, I just not a big fan. There is a fan base around that. I'm I'm oh, positive. Definitely, so I'm sure that's going to do just fine. <laughs> he's one of the last few movie stars that we have. The people that can really open a movie. I mean, certain sometimes. You know, he struggles or whatever, but like the Mission Impossible franchise is still doing, still chugging along. Um, yeah. I think they're doing two, like back to back, just so yeah. he doesn't like have to come in on a walker to shoot the, the last one. <laughs> um, really excited about this next one, though. Free Guy. Oh, I've not even heard of this. Oh, that's when Ryan Reynolds realizes he's in the video game. Oh, yeah. I'm like. I'm over this already. I, I, this did not look good to me at all. This really? Really, really, yeah. This looked corny and not good. But like, it, it, corny, but like for someone else, but for, for Ryan Reynolds, I don't know. I feel like Ryan Reynolds will make it, like his his brand of humor, to me, I think would make a situation like that interesting. I think like, like, I wouldn't I'm, like it if it wasn't someone like Ryan Reynolds. It, it feels like an animated movie. It feels like a... Uh, a blue sky or a an illumination animated movie with 
a real person, like with real people. Like that's what it feels like to me. Mm. Not to put those movies down, but it just it kind of looks sort of childish to me. But um, looks like it doesn't necessarily look childish. It looks very much like it plays to like teenagers. Yeah, like yeah. kids that like play Fortnite and things like that. Mm. Not that adults don't play Fortnite, but like that kids would that would genuinely really get a kick out of that. You know what I mean? I get that. I get that. I think I'm just, I'm tired of this like Deadpool kind of self-aware roles that Ryan Reynolds is playing. I like it's, uh, I'm over it. I think Ryan Reynolds probably sees these, these actors who have played themselves in movies their whole lives. And even though I think Ryan Reynolds probably a persona more, he probably isn't that on all the time. Um, He, you, it's clear that that's what America wants to see. You know what I mean? Uh, that's yeah. what the world wants to see with his, you know, that kind of him just being very, uh, like that, I don't even know how to describe it other than that, like very Ryan Reynoldsy kind of comedy. <laughs> I mean, like, we didn't need Pikachu to have that kind of comedy. But I mean, like, I think yeah. uh, that's not the reason I didn't like that movie. I thought he did a great job. I don't know. Speaking of Illumination, um, Minions, The Rise of Groot. So Minions is getting a sequel. I liked Minions. I thought it was adorable. <laughs> uh, I know that's kind of counterintuitive after I just told, said that the last movie was like Illumination and it looks stupid. But yeah, um, I, I Despicable Me 1 was fine. It was, was funny. Second one, not so much. I haven't seen the third one, but I want to. But the Minions movie I did enjoy. So I might I might watch this one. So uh, I was very much obsessed with the Minions for a very long time. Um, I didn't see Despicable Me 3, but I've seen all the other ones. Like, there's so much coming out nowadays. You really got to kind of... Oh, yeah, I doubt I will watch this, but... Unless you're just, like, made of money. You just got to <laughs> choose, you know, or made of time, too, man. Like, because every weekend, you know, there's something coming out. Like, in July, like, every weekend there's a movie that I would want to yeah. go see. Yeah. Um, then I'm really, let's move on. So this thing isn't is six hours long. <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, they're they're pretending the girl one didn't exist, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. And just Which, moving back to the original two. Like, fine. Yeah, yeah that's fine. That, I accept it. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Love Paul Rudd. Though, he can do no see, wrong. <laughs> that's the thing. I think I was on board with this movie until I saw Paul Rudd. What is wrong with you? Why? This is sort of because it it turned the movie into something because it looked like it was supposed to be really serious and like a more, a more serious take on this kind of funny, lighthearted story. And then you, you pan over to Paul Rudd and it's like, Oh, okay. So no, Paul Rudd's not like the laugh a minute kind of guy. I mean, he so is. Are you kidding? He can be, he can be serious and be the straight man and be, and and be compassionate. And I think you can even see that in, um, in Ant-Man. Like I think he definitely is able false. There is a joke every single moment. It's not coming from him though, is what I'm saying. Like, I think he, actually like there's like some compact and yes he'll be funny you you hire paul rudd to be funny but like i think he's able to be to deliver some emotion it's not just all funny if it was seth rogan or something like that then i'd be like okay yeah probably but paul rudd to me i feel like uh i've seen him do things that are were not as like oh he's the funny guy like i've seen him play the straight guy tons of times can you tell me when though? Like I can't like think dinner of dinner for schmucks. I just watched that the other day. Dinner for schmucks. Steve Carell is the crazy, ridiculous character, and he's like the normal person. Yeah, and he's still so. he's funny, but it's like I just I can't I can't see Paul Rudd in anything but like a silly 
not taken seriously. Well, at all, I mean, I at the at, at like at the end of the day, the first two were comedies. Like they they were also supposed to be. Well, that's what I think. That's what I mean. Like they this this movie seemed very much like a much more serious and and yeah serious yeah, take but if on it's trying that, to fall in line with the original too like i can understand them wanting a you know a comedy legend just like they had you know comedy legends back in the original ones yeah i just wish it was someone else i guess purge five didn't see the the, the first purge which is the the fourth purge but i loved all the other ones um i don't know where you go from here though they already backtracked showed you how it happened they and they in in purge uh, election year they kind of like cancel the purge so I don't really know where you <laughs> that'll be interesting so you've seen the beginning and the end of the purge unless they <laughs> jump in somewhere else there's a purge TV show that I thought was actually pretty good um, oh wow it got rid of the need for the the gratuitous violence and it was easier to watch just because it wasn't just so violent and gory yeah. Um, yeah. that was fine um, but I, you know I'll, I'll be interested. Um, July 17th is going to be a good weekend. Oh my God. It's going to be great. Bob's burgers. I'm you just say those two words. I'm already on board. I don't care what you have to say about it. I'm just like, yes, yes. Give me Bob's burgers. <laughs> I remember thinking for a while that this was going to be released like on television, but I remember that that was the Steven universe movie. Yes. And that correct. this was actually going to get a release, which is really crazy to me because like Bob burgers is Bob's burgers is awesome. But like family guy doesn't have a movie, you know what I mean? And like yeah. the fact that Bob's burgers is going to is that's pretty awesome. I'm excited it for makes it. Me so happy. Love yes. it. Tenet. Uh, that is Christopher Nolan's newest movie. Trailer looks absolutely looks so cool. incredible. Love John David Washington. Yeah. Love, um, Robert Pattinson. Totally Can I tell board. you? It seems it's it was so it was almost refreshing to finally see a black lead in a Nolan movie. It like it was so I'm very excited about that. And I actually didn't watch the full trailer because I saw in the beginning of the trailer, there's like people jumping and like running on the sides of a building. And I was like, I don't want to know what this is about. I want to go into this like not knowing what it's about because I'm already on board. It looks fantastic. Oh, okay, cool. Good. Like the last shot in the movie is really, I mean, the last shot in the trailer is like really, really cool, but I think it'll, it will be cool for you to not know it as well. So yeah, I'm going to try and avoid exciting. that as much as I can. So 24 jungle cruise. Um, it's Emily Blunt, right? Yeah. And, uh, and the rock and the rock, which to me, like if this has even shades, shades of the African queen, I know, I mean, I know this is going to be like a Disney, you know, Disneyfied. It's based off a ride, like whatever. It'll be an action adventure movie, but um, the African Queen is like such a fantastic movie, and uh, like if it even has shades of that dynamic between these two people, I'm I will greatly appreciate that. That African Queen, um, go see that movie or look up that movie. It's really good. We need to talk about this next movie, July thirty first. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Yeah, like I looked up, like I didn't I didn't find anything. There's nothing out there, but I promise you it exists. It's so weird. I forget what movie I saw it in front of, but I went and saw a movie and there was a trailer and it was one of the most interesting, most bizarre trailers I'd ever seen. It features the tops, just the tops, not the faces, the tops of two women's heads. They never show their faces ever. What? I know that in the trailer at all. I have no idea like why it's not online, but... uh, I promise you I saw it. It looks hysterical. I want to see it so bad. Yeah. That's all. 
that's my birthday. And uh, also for my birthday present, I get to probably watch Jared Leto uh, destroy another um, comic book character. I, I, I'm going to have to see a trailer before I commit to seeing this fucking movie because Morbius comes out on July 31st and uh, I just don't trust him not to just screw it up like he Fuck did the up. Joker. Um, but we'll see. And that's for that's for Sony. So that'll be like in the the, the Venom verse or whatever. Ew, it's hard to of. say Spider-Verse because there's no Spider-Man there yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, August. Uh, I don't know either of these movies. So, the Empty Man or Infinite. So Infinite is an Antoine Fuqua movie, and it's got uh, Mark Wahlberg in it, Chiwetel Ejiofor. It's like uh, multiple lives and stuff like that. I'm not really that interested in it. For August 14th, I am actually kind of excited about Escape Room 2. I saw the first one and thought it was fun. Not the best movie I've ever seen, but it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, and I do, I do want to go see that one. So I remember I watched Escape Room at uh, Justin and Matt's house, and... I was really disappointed. Actually, I think it was on my birthday uh, because yeah. uh, one of my favorite character, I completely gave up on the movie when my favorite character died. Um, you know what I'm talking about? In yes, the pool I do. room. Yes. Yeah, like the person yeah. who would have been my favorite character in that movie because mm-hmm. of who that actor is. Yeah, uh, so we'll see. It begs itself to just be done over and over and over again and you can just have awesome set pieces. And Yeah, so. and the last one kind of ended on like a kind of yeah. open-ended. Exactly, exactly. So... Yeah, I don't know any of the other movies out coming out this week. Um, um, nobody is a movie with Bob Odenkirk, and he like tries to to help this woman who's I think being like attacked or something like that, and then they target him, like this like drug lord or something targets him. So that looks kind of cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, August twenty first. I've never seen this Bill and Ted movies. Um, you know, a long time ago I saw the first one, but really. Uh, yeah, I, they're they're very much like cult classics. I think there's a, a niche for Bill and Ted movies. I'm not a part of that niche, but uh, gotcha. gotcha. Um, August 28th is the Hitman Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, which is the sequel to the Hitman's Bodyguard, which is the Ryan Reynolds movie with Sam Jackson in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't like it, so I'm not going to see this. <laughs> um, Monster Hunter in September 4th. That is the um, adaptation of the. Uh, of the video game Monster Hunter, and it's oh, actually directed by Paul W. S. Anderson, and has Mila Jovovich in it, and he did the the um, Underworld movies, or is it Resident Evil? One of those right. two. They're like the exact same fucking thing. So <laughs> it Resident is. And if anybody has, if anybody it feels bad about that, I'm sorry. They are. Um, uh, September 11th, Conjuring. Yeah, Devil Made Me Do It. It's directed by Michael Chavez. I think his last. I think his name is Michael, um, and he directed La Llorona, uh, oh, the okay. Curse of La Llorona, and um, which I heard is not very good. I didn't see that. Yeah, like I don't have the biggest faith in this guy, so maybe I think they're maybe trying to make a break between like this might feel different than um, <laughs> the original two. I didn't like Conjuring Two as much as I like Conjuring One, but I freaking adored Conjuring One. So I do like the big first fan Conjuring. of that. Yeah. Um, moving on, I think September 18th. The uh, King's Man, I really want to see. I'm not excited about that at all. Why? They took away everything about Kingsman that I thought was interesting and funny. Like the fact that the like those particular characters, the um, the kind of like James Bond, but like it was like in the middle of James Bond being too serious and then – um, Austin Powers being too much of a parody, like fit right there in the middle. It was yeah. 
meta, it was self-referential, it was futuristic. They just felt like they were in their own world. They were there there were these like larger than life. Basically the thing that I can point on it or point to is um how the first movie ends with everybody's heads. Oh my god, yeah. So like that kind of that kind of artistry and weirdness. They I was did. looking for that in these trailers and I I just never saw that at all. And See. then to hear that it was not even a Kingsman script at first. And they just oh. made it a Kingsman script. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not on board anymore. I, I mean, like, yeah, they can you you can you can manipulate. Oh, that's that happens a lot. You know what I mean? I don't want to say, especially for sequels and things like that. There's like, oh, that's cool. That's an idea. Let's buy it. Let's repurpose it. And a lot of times, a lot more people see it because it's been repurposed. Not shitting on that at all. But God, it just makes me. I, I don't know. I'm just like not a huge period piece guy even though some of my favorite movies are period pieces, but I'm just not a huge period piece guy. But um, we'll see. What about on September 25th? Nothing really. I didn't really recognize any of these. Last Night in Soho, The Many Saints of Newark, Praise This, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Last Night in Soho movie is Edgar Wright's new movie. That's going to be his next one. How would I know Edgar Wright? Uh, he directed Shaun of the Dead. He directed Baby Driver. He was going to direct Ant Man, um, but then he it was like he was signed on to do it for like six years, and then the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of took shape. And by the time they were ready to make an Ant Man, you know it couldn't be exactly what Edgar Wright wanted. And Edgar Wright's like a visionary, so he just he directed like Hot Fuzz. Um, <laughs> okay. You know those movies with like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Like yeah, yeah. He's very he's very British. Um, but he did Baby Driver, which was actually a really big success here. So I think this movie, if I could be wrong, but it feels like I think this is more Americans, America-centric. And uh, it has something to do with like there being this, um, like being able to travel back to the 60s, but then like maybe this is it's not really the 60s and maybe it's like a, I'm not exactly sure. But uh, it, was, <laughs> it was an interesting idea that I remember um, reading about it. Many Saints of Newark is the Sopranos movie prequel. Oh um, shit! Okay. Yeah, so it'll, it's going to be a movie, but it'll be a prequel to the the Sopranos TV show. Interesting. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, yeah. Uh, BIOS is actually uh, it's got Tom Hanks in it and Miguel Sapochnik, who directed a bunch of the a bunch of like the our, everybody's favorite um, Game of Thrones episodes, <laughs> is okay. doing that. And let me read you the the. I wanted to read this to you because I thought you might actually like this. Uh, like this is the one sentence synopsis or whatever. On a post-apocalyptic Earth, a robot built to protect the life of his dying creator's beloved dog learns about life, love, friendship, and what it means to be human. Oh. Yeah, and it stars Tom Hanks. Is it animated? I don't think so. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, it's called B I O S. Bios. Maybe it's maybe it's like a human, like a bicentennial man kind of robot, where it's like yeah, like Robin like a Williams. humanoid or something. Or I mean, yeah. even if he's just voicing it, uh, you know, Tom Hanks actually has another movie coming out later in the year, so um, maybe it is just a voice. I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. Um, Venom Two comes out. We're we're talking about now October second. Uh, sorry, and uh, Venom Two also comes out. I hated Venom One, but. But Andy Serkis is directing this one. Ugh. And I have more faith in Andy Serkis. All right. 
I mean, I'm not yeah. going to not see it, and, I, and you're going to see it too, so. I fully anticipated not seeing this movie. <laughs> I don't know. But now that I know the director, I might. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to see. I mean, yeah. you know. Oh, the, the, give me a trailer first. Right, exactly. Like, the, the first one made so much money that, like, I knew they were going to do this, but. Yeah. It's frustrating. Fast forward to October 9th, which one is not frustrating. Um, <laughs> Death of the Nile. Yes. Very, very, very excited about Death of the Nile. It is the sequel yes. to Murder on the Orient Express. And it is uh, also directed by Kenneth Branagh. So starring Kenneth Branagh. Doesn't have as much uh, star power as the first one did. Um, but I don't know the story of Death of the Nile. It might just be a smaller group of people. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But I do know that Gal Gadot is in it. And I love her. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I love her too. Um, also, respect. You know what respect is? Yes. Yes, I do. So cool. Which is so uh, Hudson, right? That's yep. uh, yeah. Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Aretha Franklin biopic. Yes, that's going to be so good. She's gunning for that. She's gunning for another Oscar. <laughs> She's not going to get it from Cats, that's for sure. <laughs> well, it's fine. You know, I, I hear, um, I was riding with Stacy in the car the other day, and Stacy told me that um, it seemed like everything was just kind of waiting setting all up for her to be able to belt that at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically the, the consensus that I've heard is that she didn't come make a complete fool of herself in the movie. Like some of the other people did. The, the movie, honestly, the movie did a lot of the actors dirty. Yeah. It wasn't any of the actors fault. It was, it was whoever fucking thought that this was a good idea. And like, they just honestly, made a lot of people look bad. <laughs> well, I've heard a lot of bad things about like, Rebel Wilson and oh, um, God. what's his name? Uh, Idris Elba. Uh, Idris Elba is just like completely. Alex walked in and she was like, "Well, Idris Elba's not sexy anymore." <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That movie, like, I understand that like it's easy to par or it's easy to make fun of. I think it's universally become a meme. I don't think it was like as bad as everyone's making out to be it is a very strange movie it's not a good movie but it's yeah. a fun movie like I remember see that y'all. movie because it's entertaining <laughs> um i did want to shout out uh also on october 9th the witches i'm very very eager to see how that goes because i am i don't want to say i'm a big fan but uh there's a special place in my heart for the original witches uh, that movie is terrifying still is terrifying to this day and i'm very curious to see how they uh, adapt that with uh, uh, who is it? Um, Anne Hathaway as the yeah. Grand High Witch, I believe. So okay, I remember talking to you about this before, and you being like, "What else has Robert Zemeckis done that you didn't like?" Uh, because I'm worried that he'll make them animated, and I don't feel like every time he shoots for animation wise, it just seems very awkward and weird and turns people off. Uh, so I looked up a list of movies because I, all I could think of at first was Polar Express and Welcome to Marwin. But he did Beowulf, Christmas Carol. Something about the animation style he does is just strange to me. We'll see. I mean, I can't, there's, I can't, well, there's a lot of turning into mice. So maybe there is some animation involved, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm just, more than anything, I'm just curious to see how it compares to the original. The original is fucking terrifying. October 16th, nothing, nothing I'm interested in. <laughs> nah. All right, then, so October 23rd. 23rd, okay. <laughs> no, October 16th, uh, Halloween Kills, sequel to Halloween, which is my favorite movie of all time. Can't wait. I'm um, so excited. Everybody's going to be back. I'm going to just lose my mind. 
and cry. I just cried the whole time the first one was on, so I'll just cry the whole time this one's on. Uh, nothing. I mean, nothing else to say, honestly, other than I'll probably <laughs> want to do. I'll probably want to cover it um, in you. season three. That's fair. That's Dude, fair. Well, by the time some of these movies comes out, we'll be in season three of this, or I will have killed you. <laughs> And I will have had to have just uh, carried this on just talking to myself. Just, just do your voice. Like, hi, I'm Jordan. Yikes. Go watch Baby's Day Out. Okay, A, go watch Baby's Day Out, but B, I'm offended that you think I sound like that. <laughs> Everybody does my voice like this, like, really, uh, like, high-pitched, like, very shrill voice. And I'm like, when, when they do my voice back to me, and I'm like, do I really sound like that? How often do you get people trying to impersonate you? My mom does it all the time. She's probably just mocking you. Okay, maybe that's it. I was like, Mom, I don't sound like that. <laughs> anyway. Jerk. All um, right, everybody's talking about Jamie is the uh, the drag queen one that like all the, the drag queens are doing on the West End. Yeah. On Broadway's yeah, on West the, End. Yeah. So I clicked on it, and I'm like, oh, cool, maybe some drag queens are in it. Nothing. Nobody. <laughs> Like, yeah, how the hell are you going to make an Everybody's Talking About Jamie movie and... Are you sure it's about drag queens? Yeah, it's uh, the teenager that wants to be a drag queen. Huh. That's I, the... don't know. I don't know much about it, but I only know that it's, like, blowing up on the West End. I yeah. I don't know how well it's going to do here, but... Um, I guess Bianca we'll Del Rio, my favorite drag queen of all time, is in that. It has been in it a couple times, and... Um, I know Michelle Visage has been in it, too. Like, she's... Yeah, there's actually somebody from RuPaul's uh, UK that's been in it as well. Oh, really? Um, yeah, Vinegar Strokes. Mm. But I don't know too much about it other than that, but the fact that none of them are in it is weird to me. Snake Eyes is a G.I. Joe spinoff. I don't fucking care. No idea what Those Who Wish Me Dead is. Oh, yeah. So that's the Taylor Sheridan movie. He wrote Sicario and then um, uh, directed Wind River. Uh, that was a movie with Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. It's like snowing. Angelina Jolie is going to be in it. Very cool. It's cool. It's like... Wait, isn't she also going to be in what's coming the next week, which is the Eternals? Yep. Interesting. It is interesting. It's funny how like so many years of prolonged work for an actor um, can culminate in like a couple of back-to-back releases. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or the fact that it's interesting. It is a commentary on how you know frequently some actors work. Or yeah. how little some people are in certain movies, you know? Um, but yeah, moving on to November 6th, The Eternals, uh, which is the... After Black Widow. Black Widow is the second Marvel movie that will be released. And there's two cool things about that. First off, uh, for those of you who don't know what The Eternals are, there's like these celestial beings that um, have existed throughout history. Some In some contexts uh, have been... Um, giving credit for creating life and all that kind of stuff in the comic books. And um, there are a ton of them. They all have, some of them have like unique powers, but they all have like a certain set of, you know, being able to last for a long time. I think some of them can like fly. They'll probably power some of them down because they're almost a little bit too powerful. (laughs) Um, But, you know, Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek, freaking both Rob Stark and Jon Snow are going to be in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> so it, it's that's pretty cool. Yeah. But the the second cool thing that I think is really neat about it is that uh, this movie is directed by Chloe Zhao, 
and uh, Black Widow is directed by Kate Shortland. So that means that 100% of the movies that Marvel <laughs> is releasing this year are directed by women. That's awesome. Isn't that really cool? That is really cool, yeah. Um, I, you know, and awesome. I don't, I like, I would have to think about it probably, uh, probably next year we'll get 0%. But like, you know, uh, it's, it's pretty freaking cool. It's the first yeah. year, I think these are the first two that are full on just women. Because I know a, a woman and a guy duo directed Captain Marvel. I was going to say, what other, have any Mar- other Marvel movies been directed by women. No, that's why I, I was going to say this is like the first. This is the first time that, other than other than Captain Marvel, it was a it was yeah. a duo, a guy and a girl. Huh. Um, and like I know their names too. I don't know why I'm not able to just spit them out, but I'm blanking right now. Ryan Fleck and Anna Bowden. <laughs> uh, November thirteenth, Clifford the Big Red Dog. I mean, I don't know what that'll wind up being. <laughs> I'm curious. To, it's got to be animated. I'm curious to know what studio picked it up. I would. I'm almost like curious to just take the, the the few seconds to see if this is going to be live action or not. Live action CGI hybrid. Oh my god! So he's uh, going to be real. I mean, like he won't be real, but like the people will be real. That's cool. Keenan Thompson's in it. I'm not like thrilled about just it being like a cartoon. Like I've seen Clifford the Big Red Dog cartoons yeah, or yeah. whatever, but like bringing him into the real world. I know that live action hybrids uh, or live action CGI hybrids can be weird sometimes, but. <gasps> Guess who's playing Emily Elizabeth? I don't know. I can tell you. You ready for this? I'm so ready. Darby Camp. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Good for her. She fits the part just just fine. Totally. Deep Water is kind of cool. Uh, it's got Ana de Armas, who's in Knives Out, and then Ben Affleck in it, and like, they, it's apparently like they're, this, this is rich guy, and um, his wife is allowed to go and sleep with other guys. Um, but then I guess some of these other guys go missing and then he's the one that's like, Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what else are we looking at? Yeah. So November 20th, Godzilla versus Kong got pushed back. I hope it's to, to add something better to it. Cause Godzilla King of the monsters was a let down. <laughs> so was Kong, wasn't it? Skull yeah, like, I don't know what it's funny because like I, I it's like I wanted more of the characters and then I wanted less of the characters and then I I don't I maybe I just want different characters and more <laughs> I don't fucking know I just I, I like I legit know that uh, none of Godzilla King of the Monsters works for me the more I think about it the more <laughs> I'm like that was just a mess like even the monster fights were just so muddled. It was. I, I don't think I hated the movie as much as you did, but I wouldn't say it was this grand masterpiece. I gotcha. I, honestly, you could sort of just talk about. Uh, there was no other ones on this list. I've not even heard of some of these. Okay, um, so happiest season is a uh, that comes out November twentieth. I'll run these down rather quickly. It is a lesbian Christmas movie, so I'm really excited about that. It's like I think I'm, I'm one here. lesbian partner was uh, excited to kind of like have Christmas and then the other one is like on um, my haven't come out to my conservative parents yet. Hmm. Um, that's exciting. King Richard is about, uh, and that comes out the 25th. King Richard is a, is about, it's like a biopic on um, Venus and Serena Williams and King Richard is their dad. Wow. And it's like, he, they it, apparently they had like a really, um, like a harsh dad and who pushed them very hard. I mean, obviously it worked, but yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. No, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Huh. Ray and the Last Dragon has Aquafina in it, and it's a cartoon. Okay. Samaritan I was excited about because it sounded kind of like almost um, like unbreakable almost, where this kid um, – they or they thought they thought that this 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 superhero had disappeared for twenty years, and then he comes back, and this this kid is the one trying to get people to I don't know see that realize that, that he's back or something like that. Um, but then uh, apparently it's freaking Sylvester Stallone, and I don't like what Sylvester Stallone's doing nowadays. Just not interested at all. So you mean like movie wise or in his yeah. personal life? Okay. Oh well, both. But I mean movie wise. Um. <laughs> So not interested in that, really. December 11th, though, if you are, uh, that's good. December 18th, Coming to America, that's the sequel. Um, like, it's a two, Coming to America. Uh, and that, obviously, will have Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall in it and everybody. So I'm, I'm definitely, um, I really like the first one, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. That'll be exciting. Surprised you didn't pick up Dune. I thought you were oh, looking forward so to Dune. I, I'm not really... I'm indifferent. I don't have really any opinions because I don't really know the story of Dune. I just know that it's a very popular science fiction book. And I know this movie's going to be, if it's done well, it's going to be a very big success. Because um, I'm sure, I, I think, so. yeah, I think Dune is a very, it's got a cult following for sure. Um, well, cult following doesn't always mean money. We'll see. No, that's true. I, to me, I just feel like I think that they've given him enough money to where, um, who? Uh, uh, Denis Villeneuve. Is directly. Oh my god, I forgot about so that. I forgot he, he's doing that. If this bombs, I don't think Denny Villeneuve's going to be directing big movies anymore because Blade Runner 2049 didn't do very well. This, you know, if this doesn't do very well, I think he's going to be going back to doing Prisoners and things. And, we, and I like I like him at that speed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, preferably I like him on the rise. Like I, Arrival is, you know, my favorite of his movies. But um, this story doesn't interest me. But the 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 director. I mean, I'm just gonna go see it to, to yeah. because of him. Yeah. West Side Story. It's a musical. It's like based off of. I think the mu- the musical came out in the 50s or something. And Steven Spielberg's directing it. So I honestly have more faith in this movie than In the Heights. I have a ton of faith in In the Heights. So <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. Cool. Those all come out on December 18th. December 23rd is The Croods 2. Never saw The Croods 1. It looks stupid. Me neither. Um, this one looks stupid as well. I mean, it only has a poster, but it does. Um, Tom and Jerry, I mean, they have to show me what they're doing with it. it. I don't know. They probably have released whether or not it'll be a live-action hybrid. That's one of the ones where I almost kind of don't want it to be. But Here's I also the thing. don't want it to be like an actual cat and an actual mouse either. Like, they well, need to be. they need to look like them. Here's okay, so like I loved, I absolutely love those slapstick old style cartoons. Yeah, yeah, love them, especially Tom and Jerry. Just Tom and Jerry are my favorite. And I know that there have been like revivals like on Cartoon Network and revival movies of Tom and Jerry, and I don't like that. So I don't know, maybe like a more live action, serious take on this would be a different direction. Though I'm assuming There's no that, way in hell they're going to do a serious take on Tom and Jerry, though. No, not not serious as in, like, a style of an, an yeah, animation yeah, or, like, yeah. not serious as in, like, using real cats and mice. I don't think they would do that. I'm not even sure that this is related to the cartoon Tom and Jerry. Could it be? Oh, is it not? I mean, I, I fucking have no idea. Let's see. I don't either. Adapting yeah. the classic Hanna-Barbera, which reveals how Tom and Jerry first met in their rivalry. 
and okay, form so their rivalry. Okay, so it'll probably just be a full-on cartoon then. Yeah. Um, which is strange because, like, they don't really do hand-drawn animation anymore, and I don't even know what they would look like outside of the hand-drawn animation. Listen, but, like, this is the first... Like, Scoob is the first time it's been 3, 3D animated, so I would not put it past them to make this 3D animated either. Honestly, but that's Scoob what... Scoob is... That's what I'm live action, isn't it? No, oh my god. Have you not seen the trailer for it? Am I blanking that Scoob is not... I thought Scoob was live action. See, maybe this is why I was a little bit confused when you were talking about it earlier. It is not live action at all. It is very much CGI. Or like... Uh, like even animated. even like the regular people? Yeah. Wow, yeah. I sound stupid earlier in the thing then. Whatever. I but really I, I don't... Confused. I mean, I've seen that trailer 100%. Yeah, because like he licks him and then like he licks him back and he's like, okay, that's weird. Like, Maybe. let's not do that again. Yeah. 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 Wow, you're right. That is a CGI complete cartoon movie. I'm it so is. stupid. I, would... I was like, oh, I guess they're just doing it with younger kids now. No. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I completely um, blanked on that. <laughs> I would bet money that uh, this new Tom and Jerry will be 3D animated. I'm, well, I'm curious to see what, what studio picks that up to. I'll be excited to see what it looks like. Well, yeah. if it's if it's Hanna Barbera, it would be WB, right? Yeah, it should be Warner Brothers. And then the last three. Yeah, I didn't think we were ever going to get here, but we're almost at the end. December twenty fifth. <laughs> um, there's a movie called News of the World, which is a Paul Greengrass movie, and that's the other one with Tom Hanks. But it doesn't sound interesting to me at all. The Tomorrow War again. I'm not interested in that either. But the the Last Duel. This is a movie that. I was super interested in because it's Ridley Scott, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Jodie Comer, and Adam Driver. Yeah. And so I'm like, I was like super excited about it. And the idea was that there was a murder and the way they were good, the two guys were going to settle it was going to be through a duel. And for some reason, the whole time that I had that story in my head, I thought like, okay, you know, it'll be back in the, just like right around the time when dueling was like maybe hundreds of years ago. But then this says King Charles VI declares that Knight Jean de Carugas settle his dispute. Like, this is like medieval. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I, you know, it's Ridley Scott. So I'm not going to not watch a Ridley Scott movie. But like, I just instantly like that. The fact that it probably takes place hundreds of years earlier kind of limits like. Some of the things you can do. I don't know. Yeah, with, with that team, Ridley Scott, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Adam Driver, and Jodie Comer? Mm-hmm. I don't think, do I know Jodie Comer? Um, she's Villanelle. <gasps> I'm on board. Yes, I love her. Oh, I love her. Yes, I'm on board. Yes, please. Sign me up. <laughs> Say no more. Yeah, well, yeah. that's it. We went through the entire freaking uh, year. This is a long episode. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I mean, I, I, like, I'm, I'm not... I wouldn't be surprised if this episode was like an hour and a half to two hours long. But, <laughs> well, I had fun. I did too. I enjoyed it. I'm going to look forward to um, seeing movies with you this year, talking about movies with you this year. Yeah. Um, and uh, hopefully talking about movies with you all as well. Yeah. And I think um, I'm going to try my best to stick to resolutions that we made in the last episode about watching more movies and going to the theater more yeah no totally i i agree as well do you you have one that you are planning on watching this week so uh or i guess these two weeks yeah we're gonna so report back to each other on in between the quick takes are you okay with me watching aquaman on my yes own? okay 
because uh, Wonder Woman came up. And I think that's the only, save for Suicide Squad and the Batman vs. Superman movies, I've not seen a lot of DC movies just because so many of them have been not good. But I've heard good things about Aquaman, uh, so I'm going to give that one a try. Uh, and I think that's going to be my assignment for for this week. So I Aquaman's really back. fun. Yeah, I really like Aquaman. Um, I remember I, I went by myself. I sat in the very front row in a in an XD, which is like a it's kind of like it's like the biggest theater that our theaters um, could fit, and it it was a big screen. And um, I was just like I was doing cartwheels out of there. I mean, it was so I was like, <laughs> this is awesome. This was it was just so stupid and so much fun and. It's just like a visual spectacle. Watch it on the biggest screen you can. Like you really, predict, it's really cool. Do you predict that I'm gonna like it? No. You'll <laughs> okay. think it's stupid. <laughs> I had this very brief because I think one of the only things that I remember from the trailer is this big stadium with all these fish people. Yeah. And I vague for some reason that memory got crossed with a memory in the SpongeBob episode where SpongeBob and Patrick are doing like the Olympics. And there's like fry oil that gets tossed into the stands and then someone puts up the fish stick sign. Do you remember that? Yep. They like alternate fish sticks. And for some reason, like, I don't know why that got crossed. It's the episode where he's like, my name is not Rick. Yeah. <laughs> With the pink and yellow underwear. Yeah. yeah. Um, you but, do care. <laughs> so if I don't see a lot of people uh, turn into fish sticks, then I'll be disappointed. But anyway. Oh, they what do. Movie... They're all fish sticks at the end. What movie do you uh, plan on watching? So I actually um, already started. I didn't realize we were going to be doing this tonight. I thought I would be thought we'd have another week before we were doing this. So, but I've so I already started. But I'll I'll watch another one before <laughs> we do before we do this again. I just want to say I finally watched Ready or Not. Oh, uh, okay. Which was really, really, really freaking fun. Was it? It's it's hysterical and it's it's violent and, um, but it doesn't take itself too seriously. The end of it is just, uh, I love it, absolutely love it. I did listen to our ants do that episode, so yeah. I know what happens. Um, but it does it sounds fun regardless. Like I and, I, I want to watch it too. And like that's exactly like uh, I watched that and then um, I immediately listened to our <laughs> ants. the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the second movie was. Uh, Strangers 2 Pray at Night I had never seen it Mm -hmm. Strangers 1 is the scariest movie I've ever seen probably tied with um, Mothman Prophecies (laughs) and uh, it's about a home invasion and re-watching it now like it's kind of slow it is very scary and uh, methodical and it doesn't like have a bunch of cheap and stupid exposition and all that stuff. It's just kind of like they're there and they're being harassed and, and stalked by these people. Strangers Pray at Night 2 has a lot of that kind of getting to know these characters dialogue. Um, and there are some cheesy parts in it. But overall, I think it's more enjoyable than the second one. Not that it's a better film, because it's certainly not, but I think it's more <laughs> enjoyable than the second one, or than the first one. Um, there's more happens. It takes place over the course of, um, or over, like, in multiple locations, um, whereas the first one's just kind of, like, in that house, and in and around that house, whereas this one, uh, it's a trailer park, so there's different, different locations. 
And um, it has some really, really, really impressive visuals in it. They, I, I will remember them for a long time to get out of my head. Like I close my eyes and I can see them and it's not anything gory or disturbing. It's like just beautifully or interestingly set up shots hmm. that I, I really liked. Um, and then I hope that you will eventually get a chance, if anything, just to talk about these shots because it's really cool. Will I like it is what I was going to ask. I, you'll like it more than the first one. I remember you weren't huge on the, like the first one wasn't, I mean, it was fine, but like, again, it's just like them breaking into the house and then terrorizing, you know, I don't want to spoil the first one, but yeah, they do what they do. So gotcha. This one. So yeah, I mean, until next week, um, I don't know how we're releasing these episodes. I don't know what comes next, but we have some really fun movies lined up. We have some holes though. So if you guys hear this and um, want to suggest movies, yes, please. Yeah, suggest them to us if you want us to do a movie. And if it's good, we might. <laughs> Bitch, I might.